It's funny that you say that because I've realized that not too many people ask you for your own opinion. Most people are just projecting their opinion. Yes. And so not a lot of people are asking me how I feel about anything until they've actually told me how they felt about something. Right. It's like, Which this is how I feel, this is how I feel. And then it's like, how do you feel? Because I've taken up too much time telling you how I feel. I just don't get it. Like you can talk to somebody and they can tell you their opinion. But when you do tell your opinion, they yell at you for yours. Like I'm not a fan of shoving, you know, some of your opinion down somebody's throat. Like everyone is, is entitled to their own opinion. So if yes. don't shove it down somebody's throat, I just feel like it's just taking a step back and listening. People don't listen anymore. They like to argue. Welcome back to the Positive People Posse Living Room. I'm your host, Dom Green, a life enthusiast and marketer of Positive People Posse. This is where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and uplifting with professionals of all types, creatives, and just anything that involves marketing. We are your sponsor, 3P Media. We can help you out with your digital footprint online. And today's special guest is going to be Brooke Witt, life coach, mentor. She does, she wears so many hats. I'm happy that you're on today. Thank you very much. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be on here. I'm so excited and hey. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you nervous? Is it because you're on this side of being interviewed? You do have a podcast, right? I do have a podcast. Um, yes, I'm so good at asking questions. I'd rather be on the other side. I'd rather be the one interviewing people than being interviewed, but I'll do it for you. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. And, you know, just going back to how we met, um, we, I grew up in Kansas City and you were there. You're not necessarily from Kansas City, but you have some roots there. And, uh, you know, just uh, being part of crowds, I've, I've seen you be become, you know, more into this transition of, you know, a spiritual, you know, life coach, a mentor. And uh, let's just talk about how that started. Like, you know, you left Kansas City and you moved to LA. Yep. And you are now where? Colorado. Denver. Colorado. Yeah, let's let's talk about all those transitions. I think this is exciting because, you know, a lot of people kind of feel like uh, they get kind of not just stuck, but yeah. they only know one thing and they're not looking for new opportunities and uh, new resets and pivots. So Absolutely. I'll let you have the floor. I'm queen of, I, I'm always doing something different and I'm always trying to move somewhere. I'm queen of that. Um, I just can't say still, that's the truth. But honestly, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska originally, went to school at Kansas State and then moved to Kansas City after that. Lived there for about a year and a half. I was fine. I was content, but I knew there was something more to my life. I was writing in my journal. I was like, there's something more that I need to be doing. So my friend reached out to me. She was like, hey, I'm in LA. We need a roommate. Do you want to come live in Los Angeles? At first I was like, absolutely not. Cause I don't like LA. Um, I had only been there one time prior. So I was like, no, I don't really want to. But then I thought about it and was like, actually maybe I should. So three weeks later, I lived in Los Angeles. It was really quick. I just kind of went with my gut and said, why not try it? You know, because I could always move back to the Midwest if I wanted to. So I moved to Los Angeles, had a few corporate jobs, and then I found out about life coaching. I've always had this knack for wanting to help people, listen to people, and kind of guide them through some difficult times that I've been through. So I found my love for life coaching. And then about 
a few months after I got certified, I quit my corporate job and became a full-time life coach. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. so you had, did you have a plan for a career path when you got to LA? My parents, so I was in the liquor industry. So I was a liquor rep for in Kansas City. And so I kind of just did that while, when I transitioned to LA because my parents were like, we support you moving to Los Angeles, but you have to have a job. So I got lucky, found a job before even moving out there. I was working for Guinness. Um, I was a business development manager for them, which was really fun, but it wasn't my calling. Liquor isn't something that I'm like super passionate about. It's just something that I happened to fall into. Um, so yeah, I had no plan other than just kind of working at that job. And then I found life coaching and that set my world on fire. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny what you said said about LA, like you didn't like LA and yet you, you moved there and yeah. you gave it a shot, right? And yep. You know, that's kind of how I felt about New York before I moved to New York. Um, I'd been there before, but it wasn't until I think it was like 2017 when I visited New York and I was like, wow, I'm seeing a, an entirely different side of New York. And when I uh, when I got back to Kansas City, I had already been traveling the world and for work and I got back to Kansas City and I kind of put it on my places that I could potentially see myself later on. And um, I would say that for me personally, um, I wasn't in love with New York, but then I, I saw that there were so many other aspects of just being there. And I think it's all about, you know, community, uh, the people that you meet, uh, but also just, you know, the experiences of understanding how other lives work out there. Right. And I'm just a, such a curious person that, you know, it was something I fell in love with mainly because of the people that, that I've been able to meet. Mm -hmm. um, so, I would say that it's always uh, from afar, sometimes things seem kind of maybe uh, intimidating um, or they just seem kind of, uh, you know, just like why, how do people live there? And, and it's not until you actually get there and, yeah. until you like really hone in and say like, okay, these are the special uh, tangible tangibles of a city or an environment. So yeah, right. kudos to you for, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. diving into something that you, you probably didn't even know what you were getting into or the lay of the I, land or anything. No, I had no idea. Like I said, I'd only been there once, but I knew I had friends there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be living with some of my best friends. I'll be okay in that area. But I'm not kidding you. As soon as I landed in Los Angeles, it was, it's like this energy, like you can feel it. Like, I don't, I can't describe it, but like, you just feel this energy of just, cause there's so many people there. And I looked at my parents and I was like, I don't want to do this. I literally was like, I can't, I can't do it. And they're like, well, it's too late now you have to. So then it took me about two weeks to really get acclimated and find my place. And then after that, I absolutely loved it. Like I really did enjoy living there. You know, so I think that's really important that you kind of just talked about, you know, your relationship with your parents. Um, you know, a lot of people don't um, may not have a good relationship with their parents. And when they're uh, so able to uplift them and say, hey, you need to try harder or, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Um, have, has, have they always been like that? Or was it something where uh, they, you know, they just seen how you evolved and kind of needed more? Yeah, I'm the oldest. Um, 
and I would say I'm kind of the black sheep of the family, I guess you'd say. I'm just very, my, I think they've always just known that I'm just very free spirited and I've always just been, I'm going to do my own thing. So they knew that they couldn't stop me in a way. You know what I mean? Like I told them, I didn't ask them, hey, can I move to LA? I said, hey, I'm moving to LA. And if they weren't going to support it, I probably would have still gone anyway. But <laughs> I'm very thankful that they did support me. But yeah, they just, they just expected <laughs> me now. Love it. Love it. You know, so let's kind of talk about, you know, some of those, those trials and tribulations and, you know, kind of going through uh, those experiences that you went through and, and how you're able to impact other people in that way. Because, you know, oftentimes, I think that a lot of people kind of assume that we all just get to this place where we know anything and everything. And what I've learned is, I'm continuing to evolve. I'm staying curious. You know, uh, I might master certain aspects of my mood or, uh, you know, just my want and will in life. And, you know, maybe just uh, being able to adapt to certain things, but I'm always staying learning and I'm focused on, you know, wanting more. So, you know, mm -hmm. kind of speak to, you know, some of those transitions that you made in your life where those were learning experiences that you're able to help other people through your, your mentorship. Yeah. And that's exactly what I tell all my clients, you know, when they come to me looking for changes, new habits, new levels of growth, it's like, this journey is not just a one fix. You can't just, you know, fix one thing and just expect it to be butterflies and rainbows moving forward. It's, there's always going to be a trial that you need to go through. Obviously, every time you are growing and learning each time, which I think is amazing. But like you said, you, you're not going to change overnight. It's not just going to happen. It's a continuous growth process. Like I've been really into spirituality for six years and I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still, you know, discovering new things, trying to work through different things in my own self. So I always tell my clients that it's like, yes, we're going to work together, but you're still going to, you know, with the years to come, you're still going to go through things, which I think is amazing. And I think the one thing that I've learned is taking every experience as a learning opportunity like even relationships, even if it was a bad relationship, you can always learn something from that. Or if it was a good one, you can learn something from that. Moving to Los Angeles, you can learn something from that. You know what I mean? So there's always just a way to learn from every experience, if that makes sense. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, so for you, um, I will say this, um, you had me on like an Instagram live and yeah. uh, we kind of talked about journaling and, you know, I think the work that goes into, you know, being alone and being kind of still, you know, uh, we do essentially everything by ourselves. I mean, whether if you have, you know, people around you or not, we are thinking for ourselves, even if, you know, some of our thought, thoughts have been inherited by the people we've been around. But, mm -hmm. you know, that work and that alone time that you have, you know, and honing in on, who you are as a person, that's really important. And so, you know, walking through that, you know, the, the health coach, you know, on the mental side, you know, how do you encourage people to dive in on, you know, really working uh, on themselves? Yeah, it's crazy because we say like we spend a lot of time with ourselves, but 
I don't think we do in like a deeper way. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people in today's society, they look outside of themselves for the answers, for a cure, a fix it. You know what I mean? All these things that they want, but really all the answers are with inside of you. So I'm a huge believer of journaling, like you said, and going internal and asking yourself the questions that you want you know what I mean because we can always ask these people and they can tell us what to do but that's that's them that's their opinion I think turning it internal and saying okay Brooke what do I need right now what's what's going on you know what can I fix what can do better you know what I mean just going internal and asking yourself is is the way to go so journaling is very important You know, like my journal looks completely different than um, a lot of people. Uh, I would attribute it to being my ADD side, uh, you know, where I can sketch, I doodle, I will, you know, maybe just write one word. There's really no uh, construct on how you journal. Um, I will say that, you know, for me, the element is, you know, kind of uh, where I'm at today. Um, and also my journaling is, you know, aspirations um, and, and things that I've learned. Um, but, you know, having, having something, uh, a place for me to escape and be able to kind of go back to a time and day and saying like, wow, what have I mastered? And uh, what, what is still uh, something that I, I'm continuing um, uh, seeing, you know, problems that I'm seeing, yeah. you know, um, a lot of people, could probably say that, you know, journaling for them, they don't have enough time for, you know, that they don't have enough time. I don't know what I'm journaling for. Um, But I would say that it's more if you it's kind of like studying analytics, you know, Um, if you're seeing a series of the same things that are happening, or you're going through the same experience, and the outcome hasn't really changed much, you know, maybe uh, it's a clue. Maybe it's it's something that really sticks out. And, um, you know, the only way that we could probably overcome anything is uh, through our own experiences is not just because someone says, hey, you should do this. You know, coaching right. is like is like uh, probably 15 percent of it, but it's more of like that aha aspect. Right. Where it's like, oh, have you recognized this in your life? It's like, oh, okay, maybe it's helping me become more aware. And that's the same thing with journaling uh, for me, you know, is, you know, even my aspirations and or ideas that can be put into a journal, you know, so there's so many ways to look at it. Oh, absolutely. I know so many people, they come to me when I talk about journaling, like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do, but that's the beauty of it. It's your journal. No one has to look at it. You know, let's pause real quick. I'm thinking that we're having some lagging issues right now. Sorry, guys, we had some technical difficulties. We are back now. Brooke, can you hear me? I can. Okay. (laughs) Well, go ahead. Let's get back to it. That was such a a good statement. You're talking about, you know, how uh, journaling is uh, how you journal. Yeah. I, so I've been kind of like what you say, my journal looks different every single day. I don't have a certain thing that I do every day. It's just kind of whatever I feel like doing. Um, I do, I did just recently get into bullet journaling. Have you ever heard or seen what that looks like? No, tell me. So it's, 
So you know how like a regular journal, they have just like the lines, this journal has dots and it's a way I'm very creative. So it's just a way to kind of get my creative like juices flowing. So you kind of create, so I have like a daily, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Mood tracker. I track my like water intake. I track like just different things, but you create like, I don't know. It's just like a cool way to track stuff i guess yeah check check your habits you, you, yeah uh -huh. yeah i think yeah. that's really important you know like um you know trying to replicate something often um just by your i don't know your own perception of like uh what i did yesterday it's it's really difficult if you're not really trying to track that somehow you know yeah. um i've realized that because you know with with us our team what we do is we actually have crm which helps us track our conversations. And we have a lot of success stories, but replicating success needs to be on paper or in some digital format for us to understand exactly like, what did, what did we do right with this, this client, you know? Um, sure. So yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about some of these, these new things. You and I had uh, spoke last week, you know, I said, Hey, let's jump on this podcast. It kind of took a long time for you to, to respond back and it's okay. I'm not taking any offense to it, but, but you responded <laughs> oh, back and uh, I got to call people. I got to be real. I got to be honest. Um, you did get back to me. And then you also said uh, that you got an app that's in, in progress right now, you know, like, so let's, I want to hear about like how you got into this, this, uh, this new app world, you know, like what, what inspired you to uh, think about, you know, coming up with something that could possibly help others? Yeah, it's crazy because a while, like a year ago, I wrote in my journal, I wanted to have an app eventually. It's, it's so crazy. I'll write things down and it always, it happens, which is amazing. I'm so thankful. But I wasn't really like looking too much into apps at that moment in time, but a company reached out to me saying, Hey, we do apps for a fraction of the cost of somebody that actually is like an app developer. Um, so we talked for a bit, worked some things out. And then two, I think it took two months to kind of come up with like everything that I wanted in the app. It was really easy for me to kind of come up with all this stuff. Like I said, I'm really creative. So it was really fun to put that whole thing together. Two months later, here we are. It's on the app store. It's on Google play. Like it's legit live right now. And it's crazy and scary and fun and amazing all at the same time. <laughs> That's awesome. So is it on iOS? Because I am not a Google person. It is. It is okay. on the app store. Yeah, on iOS. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk us about what this app is and, you know, what the, the idea was. Yeah. So I recently got certified for meditation and breath work. So I'm a meditation facilitator. So I'm really in like what the app is, is a place for you to one, find my meditations, find my breath work practices, but there's also a way to become a member of my app. And through that membership, you get access to growth resources, my spiritual network, which is um, resources from like a personal trainer, a gut health coach, and then a relationship coach. So it's really like this platform to really help you in all areas of growth, relationships, career, your life. Like it's an easy and a really affordable way to access all that stuff. 
So you're probably writing a lot of content for, you know, certain areas. And so this is going to be ever evolving, right? Yeah. Yep. Every month I try to come out with new content. So yeah, I'm always coming up with new programs or downloadable PDFs that people can, you know, download on their phone um, or audio files, stuff like that. Just everything that people need to grow and to succeed in their life. It's there. That's awesome. Well, yeah. you know, one thing I will say is um, <laughs> we all go through a lot of shit. And I know I know that often when we're going through whatever it is, it's hard to, you know, figure out how to hone in on uh, new habits, you know, because, you know, those new habits that we have, um, when everything is going wrong, um, it's hard to like pause sometimes and say like, hey, I really just need to work on myself. And so, yeah. you know, any way to enhance uh, better moods, you know, I'm all about, you know, one thing I will say is I see that, you know, often, you know, people may think that, you know, life is just um, either happiness or sadness and positivity and, you know, and everything that we go through in life is not always us just smiling all the time. You know, it's not all about this, this uh, rainbows, kittens, butterflies, and nope. you know, uh, candy land, you know, and, um, you know, like someone said, dude, you are like always so happy and you're always smiling all the time. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm not smiling in my sleep, you know, like I, I'm not like smiling when I'm making my eggs, you know, in the morning or, you know, cooking my food or working out and grunting and going through okay. these hard this, these hard, uh, these hard things in my life. Um, but overall, yes, I'm a happy person, but I've got a lot to be thankful and grateful about. And so everything's all about a process and it doesn't look, I just, I, I think it's like positivity can be looked at as one of the, the like good or bad. Right. But yeah. positivity is also a thing that is very toxic these days because people just assume that, you know, oh, this person's life is, is perfect. They got pretty photos. They've got, you know, like this cool curated lifestyle and, you know, happiness and joy and whatever. And it's like, well, your dopamine can only ride so high on being mm -hmm. like happy or doing things that make you happy. And if you do that all the time, it can lead you the wrong way. Right. And yeah. so, working on yourself and then being able to have those moments that you do have happiness, you know, yeah. and because you've like really worked or you've mastered or you've overcame something, you know, that's what I'm about, you know, like it's the sure. positive and negative effect, you know, you know, these neg you need that negative reaction to get that positive reaction. And, you know, like happiness is, looks different in so many different ways. Like, some people have RBF. And if you don't know what RBF is, that's resting bitch face. And that person who has an RBF doesn't necessarily look happy, but they could be a happy person. And we don't right. give uh, all aspects of positivity a chance because we have this like this idea of what it looks like. And right. social media has done that a lot for a lot of people. And it's, it's been become like a semi-toxic environment. Um, I agree. So tell me about your, your happy side. Tell me about your negative side. And, you know, tell me, tell me uh, it's not all good all the damn time. It's not. It's really, it's really not. 
at all. I feel like when I think about positivity, I feel like it's more of like a perspective, if yeah. that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, like you were saying, you have to, there's always going to be good and bad. It's just how you handle it and how you react to it. You know what I mean? I think that's where it comes in, you know, cause you can, if something bad happens to you, you can decide, okay, am I going to go the positive route or am I going to go the negative route? So then that's where that positivity comes in. Right. So I feel like that's what positivity means to me. It's just a perspective. It's just a different outlook of life. Really. It's like, yeah. yes, I'm going through shit right now and I'm going through the mud, but this is just what I have to go through at this moment. You let it flow, you accept it, you take it head on and you just keep moving forward. You know what I mean? That's what I see as positivity, you know? hundred percent. And you know, like, okay, let's kind of get to this uh, transition because, you know, I kind of talked about, you know, social media standards uh, these days and, you know, Positive People Posse through P Media, we can help you out with your digital marketing footprint. That does include social media, but here's the thing, you know, some of our practices that we do for our own clients aren't the same practices that we do for ourselves. And that's because uh, we look at life at a different level or a different angle and uh, our purpose might be a little bit different for the end goal. And you know, me personally, um, so I'm such a social person, social butterfly, but at the same time, I need to let my time, I just need to rest, you know, yep. and, you know, I only want to do things uh, when they're very natural for me, because I feel like I, I have um, a greater, I got a purpose and, you know, I don't want to falsify a certain persona of who I am, because that would be disingenuous. And, you know, I want to connect with the right audience of people. And, a lot of a lot of people out there these days may feel like they need to keep up with the Joneses. And, you know, I will tell my clients all day, you don't have to have 100,000 followers to be a successful business. I know uh, tons of people that are doing millions of dollars and in, in revenue, not having this big, you know, engagement or this big footprint. And we can help, you know, figure out a better plan that doesn't actually look like social media you know because it can be i don't know uh almost impossible these days engagement's completely different it's shifted you know yeah. i'm noticing that you know the things that we did before just no no longer are working so you have to kind of just hone in on like like okay this is my belief this is my purpose and i'm just going to stick to that and not worry about keeping up with whatever made up competition you have right and so, um, so talk about, you know, like, cause you've got a decent sized presence. I'm, I'm sure it could be bigger. Um, when I look at people's, you know, following, I'm like, okay, you, you got, you know, how many people follow you? 15,000. So 15,000, that's a lot of people, but you know, to larger standards, there's people with hundreds of thousands of followers, right? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. um, but you have to hone in on your reach, right? You have to hone in on like who actually gives a fuck about what it is that you do, right? And wow. you're bringing value to people. So, you know, talk about, you know, the not so good things about social media that you've seen and uh, some of the positive, the, the better things that you've seen about connecting with community on social media. Yeah. I think the bad side of it that I notice is that keeping up with the Joneses, like 
when I came out with my app, I realized I was like, well, all these people, they market it this way and they do this and they have the website and they do this and that. So it made me, it really like put, I started to back away from the app for a little bit. Cause I was like, so worried about how other people were doing it or how I should be doing, you know, keeping up with the times or I should, maybe I should be on TikTok or this and that, you know what I mean? Like trying to do what other people were doing. But what I've noticed and the amazing side of it is, is when I completely let go of that, let go of trying to match everybody else, do what everybody else says and just follow what I want and kind of follow my heart, that's when the most engagement comes. That's when all the followers come. That's when all the new clients come. You know what I mean? When I let go of all those expectations and stuff like that and just be who I am. Cause that's really all I, that's how I got my following. If I'm being honest, I'm just really vulnerable and talk about a lot of things that I've gone through. And I don't really care that I share that stuff. Cause I want people to see I'm a real ass person. I'm not going to pretend that everything's butterflies and rainbows. I'm going to tell you that I've been, I've been through some stuff and I'm, but then I'm going to show you how to get through it as well. So just being authentic, that's how I've gotten my following and that's how I'm going to continue to do it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. You know, um, <laughs> I think, I think, uh, when I've, when I've looked at people's social media growth, you know, I've seen, um, you know, this impact where, you know, again, we're talking about curating this, uh, this life of like happiness, you know, and, you know, like that, that's very hurtful and painful for other people to see every day when they're trying to compare to someone, you know, and, and they see that, like, well, in my life, I don't have all of these things. And I, you know, is that what it's about now? You know, is, are we to the point right now that we're at the almost at the bubble burst where, you know, people, think that they need to have a lifestyle to be happy or can they just be normal you know like you know where's the normalcy these days and you that's know, what I want I yeah. want people to be normal like stop looking outside of yourself go yeah. within figure out what you want what you like what you don't like you know figure out your goals your purpose like stop looking outside to others and comparing yourself like everyone is so unique no one person is the same. And I feel like so many people need to get that through their head. Like, yes, there's people that might be doing something similar, but you bring something different to the table. Yeah. You and like so many people need to realize that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it doesn't take having a hundred thousand followers no. or whatever to do that. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, but if you have HBO listeners or Brooke, um, there's this new documentary called Fake Famous, and it is such a great documentary. It is uh, semi-funny, semi-serious, uh, but it talks about how they've taken three people, three subjects, uh, and they turn these people into uh, what is quote-unquote insta-famous these days. And so, you know, these were three different perspectives on what these people dealt with on trying to get this this curated fame and what that looked like and it was like this lifestyle you know uh, like a sociology experiment of this this lifestyle that you know that they thought that they wanted and there was one outcome that I don't want to spoil this but there was one outcome where this person really evolved into like a huge influencer like I mean to all standards of today, when you talk about 
hundreds of thousands of followers, um, you know, it was, there was a formula to get her success. And, but at the end of it all, you really see uh, what it still does to you on a human level of, of mm-hmm. feeling like, okay, now I have so much more to lose, right? Wow. And you've built yourself, you built this persona up to be, you know, this almost an authoritative figure in so many, in some people's eyes. When you really think about it, it's weird with the social responsibility that we have sometimes, uh, if you put out certain message or ask messages or aspects of who you are, and if you're outside of that at any point in time, you don't leave yourself, uh, you can't be vulnerable. If you don't build a mm-hmm. uh, following where you are vulnerable, you can end right. up being more vulnerable to being like, oh my God, that's not what we like about you. You know, now you have to placate to, you know, these standards. And so I thought it was very interesting because, you know, it was, it's like some cases people are taking away this human element where they are being affected by, you know, uh, the, the comments or, or watching someone else's uh, following like, well, they got X amount of likes or whatever it is. And, you know, as soon as you hit, you know, go, you only get, you know, 200 likes or whatever. And then you don't feel like you're worthy and stuff. And, you know, that, that part is really, that's so toxic. And um, me yeah. personally, I almost just feel like, like now I know more uh, and I'm willing to say that I kind of wouldn't mind not having likes uh, out there, you know, <laughs> these days. Like, and just that's just me. It's not like I'm riding on trying to have, um, you know, a big following or a whole bunch of likes. But you know, that's not what my content's all about. You know, because I see what it does to other people, and you know how people can be affected, and their worth is more than a like. Their worth is more than you know, how many views or whatever it is. We all want to go viral to to some degree, but I want to go viral to be notable, not necessarily famous or, and so, yeah, you know, seeing that, you know, like, I I don't know, I don't really have an answer, but what I am, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, um, you know, um, you probably have felt that need to like, have um, X amount of likes for something to be successful and you're wondering why this isn't doing well. You know, I had felt that at one point in time, but now I got, I finally, I got past that point maybe a couple of years ago where I was just like, oh, my success isn't contingent on social media. You know, there's, there's yeah. so many other ways to be successful and it doesn't mean millions of followers or millions of dollars. It doesn't. No, not at all. Like I said, as long as you're staying true to who you are, you know, and what your message is, I think that's most important. But I'm not going to lie. There definitely is some times where I compare myself, you know, I'll see because I follow so many other coaches on my page and I probably shouldn't, but I see other coaches and they're doing something different or they're making more money than me or they came out with something really cool that I should have thought of. And so you know, then that I go down a rabbit hole. Oh, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe my work's not good enough. What makes me better than them, you know, or whatever. But then as soon as I can catch myself comparing with somebody else, that means I got to put my phone down. I can't, you know, I have to step in that moment and check in with myself. Cause if I start to compare, that means something's not right inside of me. Mm. You know what I mean? So 
it's being aware that you are comparing and being able to step out of that. That's what's helped me a ton because I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, overall, I, it's not the fact that just because you're having that experience doesn't make you any less than anyone or less than, right. less than or greater than anyone. It just makes you human and, uh, you know, makes you understand that like because of the algorithm, because of the platform, it's kind of been designed to be that way. It's mm -hmm. been very designed to make it very competitive when uh, we aren't really thinking that this is, you know, competition or anything, but like, yeah, I mean, that's what the platform is kind of designed to do. Uh, we're basically just watching people. That's what yeah. it comes down to. And we're watching people, but, you know, we, we should think about how we should, how we can connect to people, you know, mm -hmm. and that kind of goes to your, your app, you know, it's like, you're trying to connect with people in a different way. And um, as that grows, then you can probably evolve it to other ideas and aspirations that you probably have for this platform. Um, but it is connected to a person. So you have to connect with people. And yeah, um, yeah there's there's a business side to doing anything and everything. But I, I tell all of my clients that all we are is a sum of connect of connections, you know, connecting with people. And, you know, that's what we do is we want to connect with people. And you have to step outside the box sometimes. You have to right. do things that are just uh, disruptive in a way that's like, well, you know, it's not just about your competition, but it's really about like, what makes you uncomfortable? Okay, let's do that then. How about yes. that? Let's let's do, oh, just because, uh, just because you think in your mind it won't work. Well, it won't work if you're not committed to it. You, you right. have to really, you have to, you have to trust yourself or trust others sometimes to say like, hey, I need to do something a little bit different. You know, you do that with your coaching, you know, sure. let me shake something up in my life in order to learn something new. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I love that. I love that. So, <laughs> you know, let's talk about, you know, maybe aspirations that you have for your, your future, you know, so you've, you've made this uh, transition from, you know, moving to LA. Um, actually, you might need to backtrack. So, moving to LA, becoming a life coach. And then like you, you met, you have, you're in a awesome relationship, right? Like you guys, you guys, have, you guys found each other somehow. I don't know how you guys found each other, but social media, social media. <laughs> so that's awesome. And then, yep. um, and then you moved to Colorado. So, okay. Where did this come into play? What moving to Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. Was the pandemic or what was pandemic. it? Okay. For sure. So if the pandemic wouldn't have happened, we'd probably still be in Los Angeles. Yeah. But so I had been living in LA for two years um, until we decided to move. So I met my boyfriend a year ago through social media. We hit it off. Um, it was great. And then about eight months into it, we and during the pandemic last year, uh, we were like, you know, LA it was really locked down more than any other, you know, state. So uh, we couldn't go to the gym. We couldn't do anything. And same like, here in New York. Yeah. Different. Yeah. We yeah, were both, exactly. yeah, we were both experiencing the same thing for sure. Yeah. So, and I've always wanted to live in Denver. So we visited and then like, again, like a month later, we were like, all right, let's do it. And so we just packed our stuff up. We weren't living with each other before. So this was a huge step for both of us. Yeah. 
and now we live together. It's been four months and it's been amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so, um, so how do you feel rooted in, in Denver now? Is it? I love it for a while. For the better first, than it was when LA was not pre-pandemic or. Oh, it's so, it's so hard because I feel like I do miss Los Angeles. I'm not going to lie. But I think the most, the things that I miss the most are the weather. The weather is just absolutely incredible there. The beach, I I took it for granted when I was there. I was there yeah. a lot, but now that I'm not there, I'm like, oh, I miss the beach so much. You didn't go enough, right? Clearly <laughs> <laughs> not. Um, but no, for the first month when we moved here, I didn't really like it. If I'm being honest, I just kind of felt like I didn't have any roots, but obviously I just moved, so that makes sense. Um, but after about a month, we met people, we found a gym we really liked. I've created my office in here. So it's been amazing. I really do like living in Colorado and I go yeah. on hikes like every week. So See, it's that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I believe, yeah, that's for me being able to go hiking, being able to just being like feeling like that's a, a natural type of thing. Being outdoors is such a great thing. You know, I live just outside of the city and you know, there are, I have access to mountains and um, awesome parks in New York. And I think that's been the biggest difference maker. But I also love the energy of being around uh, people, you know, just like mm -hmm. uh, full capacity, no mask and and all of that. But, uh, you know, that's uh, on pause right now. So, um, you know, for me, I like and enjoy the fact that I have been able to connect with our, our, um, our client base in a different way now. Right. And it's helped me be a lot more focused on, you know, helping other people's success stories even more. Mm -hmm. And so this year has actually, uh, the full year actually kind of helped us at Positive People Posse, you know, me connect with the team even more and set forth more goals and, you know, be more dedicated to helping people get results and, you know, but uh, yeah, it'd be nice to, you know, you know, have that lifestyle where I could go to the gym and stuff like, yeah, I don't, I don't have a gym anymore. So like, yeah, that's, the that kind of sucks. Open there yet? Um, they have, but like, I'm still kind of leery now. <laughs> still kind of leery about, you know, going to gyms and, you know, you know, I want to interact with people, but I still need to kind of figure out like, what's the medium right there. I just want to be responsible, right. you know, like I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm apolitical. You know, I just, I see all sides. I, I understand people are very passionate about, you know, this pandemic process and stuff, but you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm just doing what's right for me. I can't tell you that you need to live your life to whatever standard. I'm just like, yeah, I guess I need to figure some things out. Yeah, I know. There's no point to get in an argument with somebody. So I'm just no. like, everyone has their own opinion, which I respect. I'll That's listen cool. to you, but I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do though. You just do you all do me. Well, it's funny that we say that. It's funny that you say that because I I realized that not too many people ask you for your own opinion. Most often, most people don't ask you for your opinion. Most people are just projecting their opinion. Yes. And so not a lot of people are asking me how I feel about anything until they've actually told me how they felt about something. Right. It's like, this is how I feel, this is how I feel. And then it's like, how do you feel? Cause I've taken up too much time, like telling you how I feel. Like, I think they acknowledge that, but. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like how somebody, you know, you can talk to somebody and they can tell you their opinion, but when you do tell you their, your opinion, 
they yell at you for yours and yeah. it just doesn't like i'm not a fan of shoving you know some your opinion down somebody's throat like Agenda again everyone's different everyone yeah exactly everyone is is entitled to their own opinion so yes. don't shove it down somebody's throat i just feel like it's just taking a step back and listening like people don't listen anymore they like to argue yeah say, I'm right point fingers whatever it's like take a step <sighs> back and listen to people for goodness so exhausting sake. that's hard. <laughs> i think that's the key element i mean that's what i i think would help is being able to get people to listen a little bit more you know and oh, yeah. uh just for our listeners, um, you know, I, I shouldn't even be talking about my other ventures and stuff, but um, I have partnered with uh, some other people and we've got an app that we're in the process of uh, building a new social media experience. And it's, it involves all of that, you know, and I think it's so important for us to recognize now that technology where it is today, uh, we didn't know that it would be to this point. We didn't know that we could almost, um, you know, uh, regress with technology. Um, do you remember the first time that you downloaded your first social media app? Was it Facebook? What, what was your first social media platform, Brooke? That's a good question. MySpace, were you too? Yes, MySpace. Okay. I did have my, I, yeah, I forgot okay. about that. I did so, have it, yep. so let's think about this. You know, when we're using MySpace for the first time and Facebook for the first time, uh, when you got on, it was really just about showcasing your friends, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and connecting with people and like maintaining these connections. And yeah. now somehow, some way it has evolved uh, beyond that, it's evolved into now seeing what's happening in other people's lives and their opinions. And like, there's this, this fuel of just like hatred and different things. And, and people are taking articles and they're sharing in them now. They might be real. They might be fake. Yeah. And, you know, like there's a lot of problem with, you know, the fraudulent side of, of social media. And it, it's really playing our strings you know it's it's hurting us because now if someone shares an article before you even read the article someone's like oh my gosh not again like everywhere you go you got news you got media you got you know people that are just butting heads and before it was this perspective that you know i could have my limited group of people and i'm just happy because me and my friends are just like you know there's some camaraderie there you know like but now it's like, I, I don't even, I can't, I, I do not like Facebook. We use Facebook for our marketing and stuff, but mm -hmm. personally, it's hard to be on certain platforms. And it so, is. yeah, we're trying to, we're trying to navigate, um, you know, what we know about social media now and mm -hmm. basically improve it. You know, I feel like, you know, the ones that can improve it won't because there's no money in improving that, that right. part. And so, um, you know, like that's, it's, I've taken on that, uh, that responsibility we have as a team. And so um, it's exciting to know that like, you know, we do have a social impact, you know, like mm -hmm. you have a social impact of helping people. I personally feel like I have a social impact to help people as well. Um, that's either helping people become entrepreneurs, like successful entrepreneurs and mm -hmm. with their marketing plan, or, you know, just like the life mental aspect. That's why that's why we're positive people posse it's because like we we lead with positivity and it doesn't look like 
happiness, as we were saying all the time, it's really just like, let's, let's find a way, but let's find a way together. Right. Exactly. And so a lot of people have a lot of opinions. A lot of people have a lot of great ideas and we should be able to uh, do that. And that's what our platform, that's why, what we're, why we're creating it. So people can share their ideas and help one another and not be that space where it's just hate, 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 hate. Right. So. I wonder like what it would look like if people were able to speak their opinion freely, but yeah. not have people be mad at them for having their opinion. You know what I exactly. mean? Like, exactly. Exactly. Really interesting to see that. I feel like good conversations could flow. Yeah. You know, people might connect, like people would learn, you know what I mean? Like that would be my dream world, like where everyone can just accept everybody. And yeah. Opinion, it doesn't matter. They just accept it. You know, I, I did invite you to <laughs> join Clubhouse. And yeah. I, I will say that um, Clubhouse is doing some very interesting things. And I really appreciate the platform that they built because it's allowing people to be uh, thinkers, you know, and, and, and talkers and speakers and people are able to idea share and, mm -hmm. you know, talk about their experiences and their face isn't shown really other than their profile uh, picture. Um, so there's, I, I, I think about it, there's ways to improve it, but at the same time, I do appreciate the community aspect and I invited you to be on it because it's like invite yeah. only. And um, yeah, I think it's the, a good platform and community for you. And uh, I would love to host uh, a conversation and us uh, do our first live speak on there because um, it can be collaborative of, ha of having other people ask us questions and not, necessarily just having the right answer but just like being able to talk to people like on a live podcast format right. so yeah. uh mm -hmm. if listeners please uh stay tuned for that because uh brooke did accept uh the notion and invite for that so it'd be really cool for you guys to jump in and you know uh answer answer questions if you are on the platform i'm sorry if you're if you haven't got the invite yet but maybe ask around um i'm That's out of invites yeah, I only I had three invites. I gave them to people that I, I felt that could use, you know, having that area of focus where they're trying to help people. So um, it's very interesting. So you guys look in the uh, clubhouse. I think that it's going to be uh, a really good uh, difference maker in a lot of people's lives. Yeah, I haven't even I keep hearing about it. But when you asked me to join it, I was like, I don't even really know what this platform is, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to start having talks like that. I'm definitely down. So I've noticed that you got a couple new tattoos here. <laughs> Let's talk about that. I haven't. So I, I've got a lot of tattoos myself, but I haven't got to the left side. Um, is that your left or your right? That'd be your right side. So this is my right. Yeah, that's side. your right. So you got yeah. you got a couple new ones. So is this, this a brand new one? This is brand new. It's like two two weeks old. It says self love juice. I like that. <laughs> Like and I'm going to add some little like drops. So they're going to okay. be heart, heart shaped. All right, nice. Yeah, my nice. boyfriend came up with that idea. I love that. I love that. This one, it's a, uh, what is that? That's, a light bulb with a brain inside of it. Oh, I love that. It's funny because that light bulb and the brain thing, um, when Positive People Posse first started like three years ago, I was going through so many different um, logos and stuff. Yeah. And that was a kind of a similar concept of uh, oh, what cool. we were going to do. 
I'm glad we stuck. We we found the the smiley face with the positive energy. Uh, but uh, yeah, we went. I had so many ideas, but yeah, I could resonate with that one. So I might be still in yeah. that tattoo. In Do honor. It. I love it. <laughs> to me, it symbolizes just keeping an open mind. Oh That's yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to um, not the average person, but you know, to people that may be professionals, entrepreneurs, whatever it may be, what what type of advice uh, could you give as far as like getting in that headspace of maybe creativity? or a uh, headspace of, you know, just really overcoming uh, your obstacles. What, what would you like to leave uh, with at the end of this podcast? What type of things could you give our listener that you've learned and experienced for yourself? Yeah, I would say, I always say this, do what feels right to you. Find and figure out what works for you. Maybe that's you know, working from home or it's working from somewhere else. I just feel like you need to find what works for you that helps you be, you know, creative or productive or successful. You know what I mean? So just asking journaling. So sitting down and actually journaling, like, what is it that I need to be successful or what is it that I need to do this or do that? You know what I mean? So I think it's just really going within asking yourself what you need and staying true to yourself and what works for you. That's hundred percent. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And last but not least, this is a two part question, but what is your biggest weakness and what is your superpower? Oh, what? Yeah. Caught you off guard. Hey. <laughs> We have to do is consistency. And if you don't know, that's okay. But we're just going to say that you're not that creative and understanding your own self. I'm joking. I'm joking. You wouldn't be that way. My biggest superpower is being able. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's, let's go to the, let's go to the, the negative one first. What is your weakness first? You jumping ahead. My weakness is wanting to do too many things at once. That's what okay. I was yeah, I have so many ideas. I have so many ideas sometimes that I want to put them out there. And then sometimes it's not the best thing to do. So I would say having too many ideas sometimes. Doing the most, doing the, doing most. the most. Okay, yes. now your superpower. My superpower is being able to listen to people in an unbiased, non-judgmental way. That's awesome, that's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and now, Go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you, social media yeah. handles social and media. websites and all that stuff. So social media, I don't have a website. I'm not listening to the people that say have a website. So okay. no website here, but I have a social media. It's at Brooke Wit. I have a podcast, which is the Honest Podcast. And my app is on iTunes or not iTunes, the App Store or Google Play. And it's called Free Happiness. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Hey, Brooke, thank you for being on today. Thank you for being real, raw, authentic. And again, everyone, please like and subscribe and share if this speaks to you. And of course, we are your sponsor again, Positive People Posse through P-Media. We can help you out with your digital footprint. We might actually be working with Brooke here in the near future. And uh, again, follow us at Positive People Posse on Instagram. Although we don't post that much, which can be a good or bad thing for some people, but we like to we like to post things that are real and authentic. And last but not least, live freely, stay positive. Peace out.